Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Real prayer is inspired of the Spirit, backed up by the living Word. Then it should be a real sharing with Him. I like Kona Bear's translation of Colossians 3.1, which reads, If then ye are partakers of Christ's resurrection. We translate it, if then you have shared in Messiah's resurrection. You see, we have become not only partakers, but sharers in the resurrection ability of God. Now he is asking us to share with him in giving the world the message that will deliver those in bondage from the captivity of Satan. He is calling on us to become prayers, burden bearers in this world of darkness and fear. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, The Will of God in Prayer by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message. But we need to realize that Satan is a defeated foe. And so when we face the adversary, we can realize that Jesus defeated him for us. You know, in 1 John, the third chapter, in the eighth verse, it says, To this end was the Son of God manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. And we're taking Jesus' place. We're acting for him. He was a destroyer of the works of the adversary. We should follow in his steps. Paul, though a prisoner in Rome, said, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ. He was not a prisoner of circumstances, nor of men, nor of government. They might hold him in captivity, but he knew that if it was the Father's will for him to be set free, he would be set free as he was in Philippi. He was not the prisoner of Rome. He was the prisoner of Jesus Christ. The revelation that God gave to Paul finally destroyed the Roman Empire. It destroys everything that opposes the will and the mind of the Father where it is unveiled, where men understand it. Where believers enter into its fullness, they become masters. Now, what should be our attitude today? Should we cowardly yield to the forces of darkness? Should we submit to satanic dominion? Or should we, in the name of Jesus, arise and take our place as sons and daughters of God Almighty? You know, Colossians 1.12 in Coney Bear's translation reads, Giving thanks to the Father, who has fitted us to share the portion of the inheritance of the saints in light. Now you see, he's given us the ability to enjoy our part. He has delivered us, the next verse says, out of the realm of darkness and translated or transplanted us into the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have our redemption, the remission of our sins. We have within us the ability of God. We have the wisdom of God. God is the strength of our life. What more can we ask? Now, can't you see what this means as a background for a prayer life? Can't you hear the Holy Spirit whispering, Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors? Real prayer is inspired of the Spirit, backed up by the living Word. Then it should be a real sharing with Him. I like Kona Bear's translation of Colossians 3.1, which reads, if then ye are partakers of Christ's resurrection. We translate it, if then you have shared in Messiah's resurrection. You see, we have become not only partakers, but sharers in the resurrection ability of God. 
Now he is asking us to share with him in giving the world the message that will deliver those in bondage from the captivity of Satan. He is calling on us to become prayers, burden bearers in this world of darkness and fear. I saw that if I could get into the will of God the Father, I would be stepping into the channel, into the current of his dream for the age. That current would carry me on into the realm of victory and usefulness that I've never known before. One time, one individual said, if we only knew where he was working, we would tie up with him. Another individual praying said, Lord, lift us out of this little mill pond where we're swimming around into the current of your will for us now. But you see, his will was unveiled in Jesus. Jesus was his will. Four times in the Gospel of John, Jesus said, I came to do the Father's will. I came not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. Now can we know the Father's will? We may know it if we know the Master. Paul, you know, writing to the Ephesian church said, Be not ignorant what the will of the Lord is. Now we're not to be ignorant of it. This Word is His will written for us. Everything that helps men toward knowing Jesus better is the will of the Father. Now Romans, the 12th chapter, the 1st and 2nd verse, shows the threefold will of the Father. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service, and be not fashioned according to this age, but be ye transfigured by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. It is the renewed mind that gets to know the will of the Father. When we are born again, he gives us his nature. Then he renews our minds. They walk in harmony. Our minds then walk in harmony with our born-again spirit. As we fellowship the word, live in it, let the word abide in us. We get to know the good will of the Father. We get to know the acceptable will of the Father. Then as we go on, we will get to know his perfect will. We will swing into it with an ab abandonment that will thrill heaven. Now, you know, somebody said, yeah, but now, you know, when Jesus prayed in the garden, he said, not my will, but thine be done. Well, I know that. But that is the heart of every true believer of the Master. We do not want our own will. We want His will. We know that saving lost men is His will. We know that carrying the gospel to the world is His will. We know that teaching and building up the believer is His will. We know 100 things that are His will. It is His will that our bills should be paid, that we should be strong and vigorous in our walk, that we should have a testimony that would make people strong to trust in Him. The man who lives and walks in him will never pray outside of his will. I love to think that Jesus did the Father's will, that he taught the Father's will, and then he suffered the Father's will in his substitutionary work. In the Pauline Revelation, he reveals the Father's will to us. Jesus, you see, was his will revealed. As you study Jesus, you will know God the Father's will. Jesus' death and substitutionary sacrifice were the will of the Father. Jesus was the will of God unveiled. 
Now we need to realize that we, as born-again believers, the church, we are the Father's will. Jesus, you see, came to do the Father's will. Jesus was the Father's will. And of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth. If his own will brought us forth, we are born of his will, aren't we? We are born of God. We are born from above. We are his will. Now say it out loud, right there in your home. I am the Father's will. Say it. Say it until your ears become accustomed to it. Until your spirit absorbs it. I am the Father's will. It is easy for me to do His will, for I am born of it. I have His nature in me. I have the impulses of His own love heart throbbing through me. He is love, and I am born of love. I have His love nature in me. That nature rules me. His love is shed abroad by the Holy Spirit in my heart. It dominates me. I love because He first loved me. Yes, the Father's word is His will, so we may live in His will. How can I do this, you ask? Begin now to say that you are doing it. And after a bit, it will become a reality to you. Now you know, sooner or later, in praying, the problem comes up about praying according to the will of the Father. We need to realize that we as believers are the Father's will. Now Jesus came to do the Father's will. Jesus was the Father's will. It is written, and of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth. If his own will brought us forth, we are born of his will, aren't we? We are born of God. We are born from above. We are his will. You right there in your own home, say it out loud. I am the Father's will. Say it until your ears become accustomed to it, until your spirit absorbs it. I am my Father's will. It is easy for me to do his will, for I'm born of it. I have his nature in me. I have the impulses of his own love heart throbbing through me. He is love, and I'm born of love. I have his nature in me. That nature rules me. His love is shed abroad by the Holy Spirit in my heart. It dominates me. I love because he first loved me. I've come to believe in his love in my case. I believe that his love way is the best way. You know, when Jesus said that he was the way, the reality and the life, that was the love way. And love was the reality of that way. That was the Father's life. That life has been imparted to us. We are born of the Father's will, born of his love nature. We are partakers of the divine nature. We have the Father's word now as it fell from the lips of Jesus. We can live in the Father's word. The Father's word is his will, so we may live in his will. Now, how can I do this, you ask? Begin now to say that you are doing it. After a bit, it will become a reality to you. Remember, friends, you never rise above your confession. If you always confess your failings, your weakness, your lack of ability, your weakness and lack of ability will rule you. If you say, I can do all things in him who strengthens me, you will rise to the level of it. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. 
This month's special offer is the message series by Kenneth E. Hagan, The Will of God in Prayer. In this three-CD series, Kenneth E. Hagan explores the scriptures and instructs believers on how to use the Word of God in prayer. This series is just $21. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. I would like to encourage you that have been partnering with us to continue your partnership or maybe consider increasing your monthly partnership. And if you haven't partnered with us, I would like to ask you that you partner with us this year to help us. If this radio program has blessed you and ministered to your spirit, then we want to hear from you. We're asking you, our audience, to let us know when and where you listen. Email us at partnerservices at rhema.org or call 1-888-FAITH-99 and tell us. If you prefer, drop us a letter. Write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. If we're to remain broadcasting in your area, we need to hear from you. And if you're able, we would ask that you would consider sowing an offering to help defray the costs of this radio program. Call today to get this month's special faith-building offer, Kenneth E. Hagen's The Will of God in Prayer 3-CD Series. Yours for the price of $21. The number to call is 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Join us next week as we continue on the subject of prayer, but begin a new teaching series by Ken Hagen, Prayer, the Power Plant of the Church. That's next week, right here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagen.